Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Mission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. And praise you this morning. We lift you high above all heights. For your name is above every name. And at your name every name bows and every tongue confess that you are the Lord. And so this morning I step aside sweet Holy Spirit. And I ask you to take your place. And express yourself really through me. And count every man, every woman, youth and teenager, boy, girl and child. Honor the sound of my voice. Cause your world to set free. Cause your world to deliver. Cause your world to heal. Cause your world to establish and strengthen and encourage. In the name of Jesus. We return all glory, honor, and praise to you. In Jesus' name. You may be seated. Welcome to this glorious service this morning. In the name that is above every name. The Lord is visiting you this morning. You under the sound of my voice. God gave me a message to us this morning. Somebody said, do not worry. You, are not, you don't even mean it. Somebody said, do not worry. Don't worry. Don't be worried. Don't worry. Just relax in his hand. The Holy Ghost told me that many children of God are under the bondage of worry. Many that profess to be children of God are captivated by worry. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. You will not the sound of my voice. I destroy the yoke of worry over your lives. I set you free in the name of Jesus. For he who the Son of God set free is free indeed. Many are carried away by what is happening around the world. Worried about the economic situations in their countries. The inflation. The cost of living. Insecurity. Many places. Here in the United States. Where a mother was killed just for bowling ball. Ball. I set you free from worry today. I said, I set you free from worry. And I rebuke the spirit of worry. I rebuke fear in the name of Jesus. Jesus want us. Don't you worry. Never you be afraid. And God does not play with words. He says what he means and means what he says. When he says don't worry, it means don't worry. I checked out the word worry when the Holy Ghost impressed on me. Because many are worrying not knowing they are worried. I look at it. The fear of unknown. Dick 
Rationale told us worry is to give way to anxiety and uneasiness. The moment you answers, you already worry has already crept in. You're no more in control. I rebuke worry in the name of Jesus. Worry is absent of trust. Because when you are worrying, it means you don't trust God. You don't believe him. Worry is born by doubt. When you are doubting God, you don't trust him. The worry took over. Worry is of the devil. It's not from God. Dictionary told us, worry is to give way to Anxiety and uneasiness. Worries allow one's mind to dwell on difficulties and troubles. Rather than seeing way out, seeing the solution, you are always seeing troubles. You are always seeing problems. You always say, oh, it's not possible. What the Bible says, with God, all things are possible. All things are possible to them that believe, Jesus told us. When you are worrying, it means that you are functioning in unbelief. It is too difficult. It is hard. It cannot be done. You are not seeing no positivity at all. It's all negative effect. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Worry. We're talking about dictionary. There are many things. So I just picked a couple of dictionary definition of worry. It's a fret. Be anxious. Panic. Any little thing. You know. Panic. When you are always panicking, it means you are in the arena of worry. When you're always fretting, you are in the arena of worry. You're not in control. Worry has taken over. When you are always anxious, you are not in control. You are in, in under worry. Loss, loss of sleep. You can't sleep. Even if they give you all the pills in the United States. America is a pill nation. Yet, you can't sleep. Get stressed up. Get steamed up. When I saw this, get steamed up. You're always sweating. They say, worry is torture. Just torturing yourself for nothing. The fear of the unknown. It says tormenting oneself. And because you are torturing yourself, tormenting yourself, everyone around you is affected. Because life is not just about you. Whatever happens to you affects others. You know what I'm saying? Because we have interconnectivity with life. No one's living on our land. Especially if you're a dad, you're a mother. Everything happening will fall on your husband, will fall on your wife, will fall on the children. You know what I'm saying? Worry oppresses you. Why the Bible says, he who the son of God set free is free indeed. Why the Bible says, and you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Worry and burdens you. is burden. You carry heavy weight. That you have no business carrying. Worry is fearfulness. Worry. 
War kills piecemeal. It kills. It's facing without any remedy. Draw you in. Just like sharp sand. You know what I'm saying? When you are drawn in by sharp sand, it will only take a God and heaven to rescue you. That's why you have to decide today. You under the sound of my voice. Never to give room to worry in your life. Don't open your door. Don't open your heart to worry. Worry is the source and root of many killer diseases in the world today. Silent killer. It makes you to be abnormal. Numb and paranoid. Why should you allow such a thing? Such thing that have all these branches and characteristics to get hold of your life. When the son of God came to set you free. When the world God have given you liberty. If it's those that don't know the truth, it's different. You are professing to be a child of God, and yet you allow this stranger to get a hold of you. I rebuke it in your life in the name of Jesus. And if you have not received Jesus, you are not the son of my voice. As your Lord and Savior, and you are under the bondage of worry, I set you free today. That's why you are here in this world. Jesus came to set you free. And he who the son of God set free is free indeed. Let's look at the scripture. Let's go to our test. We're going to read a couple of tests. We lay foundation. We'll pick it up next time. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 to 7. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 to 7. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Can we have the... I'm going to read. Okay, King James Version. He said, be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God, yes? And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Let me read New Living Translation and the Amplified Classic. New Living Translation says, Don't worry about anything. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. I wonder what Peter writing told us. He said, cast all your cares upon him. Your cares, your worry, your anxieties, your fears. Because he cares for you. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Go to him. All his ears are open to you as a person. Out of over 7 billion on earth, God still have commanding attention specifically for you. He still has room for you. Praise God. He's not too busy to give you an audience, personal. You take advantage of that audience. And God is so good, he's so awesome, he's so great, he's so mighty, he's so powerful that he will never take your your answer or solution and give it to somebody else. 
He's not too busy that he doesn't have time for you. So what do you do? Go to him. Take it to the Lord. Don't allow the enemy to rob you. And put you in a perpetual bondage. Because when you are functioning in worry, you are in a perpetual bondage. I rebuke that in your lives today in the name of Jesus. Don't worry about anything. Anything means what? Talk to me. Anything means what? Anything means anything. The bill in the house. The power bill. The food on the table. Clothes on your back. The mortgage bill. The educational bill. The medical bill. Is anything. Your card note. Is anything. Pastor, is God so interested about all the... Yes! If it concerns you, it concerns God. Write it down. If it concerns you, it concerns God. If it concerns you, it concerns God. Are you hearing me? If it will affect you, it will affect him. Because you are the apple of his own eye. You are his head. You are his joint head. You are his side. So he's interested in every detail of your life. Praise God. If it concerns you, it concerns God. I think someone should make a a sticker of that, and some of you have to put it and tweet it that. If it concerns you, it concerns God. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Pray about everything. Take it to God. Tell him about it. With trust. Tell God what you need. He knows how to fix it. As I'm reading this, the Holy Ghost has brought into my spirit. The book I read some time ago. A little child. They don't have food at home. Nothing to eat. Was very cold in a very bad winter year. And the mother, the source of her supply, this little child, could not carry herself again. She became sick. She was tired, worn out. And bills are piling. And no food at all at home. So this little child. Because in their church. Sunday school. Children uh, the church. They told, told them about. Asking God anything. Knock. And it shall be open to you. Seek and you shall find. Ask him anything and he will do it. So, the children teacher have taught them this. That they can tell Jesus anything because he cares for them. He loves them. Because he loves you, so he, he is interested. He is concerned about everything and anything about you. Remember, if it concerns you, it concerns God. So, the child, the little girl, wrote a letter to Jesus. When he wrote, after writing the letter, she put it in an envelope and put it where the male man usually come and pick 
pick and drop meals. And it was this Christmas season. Winter, biting winter. Very cold. Nothing. No heat. No food. Nothing. She wrote, Dear Jesus, Mama is sick. Could you please come and heal my mama? And why coming to heal my mama? Could you please get us some food? We don't have food to eat. And see how you can get us heat in the house. Because there's no heat in the house and it is very cold. Little child. And but to go pick the glory, the mailman, when he saw a mail to Jesus, addressed to Jesus, he took the mail, opened it up, and the moment he opened up, tears started rolling down his eyes, his face. He went, got some grocery, brought it to the family. Got, went back to the church and brethren help pay the bills got them heat and when they come the mamas met the little child and said you wrote a letter to Jesus Jesus sent us to you Remember, if it concerns you, it concerns him. If the mother did not teach that child to come to the church, sat and was taught, what do you think would have happened? Bible said, train up a child the way he should, he should go. And when he is grown, he will not depart from it. Don't teach your children evil. Show them the way, the light. Praise God. When you do that, verse 7, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guide your hearts and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. As you live in Christ Jesus. Not living outside Christ. The peace will only be experienced and enjoyed in him. Look at the Amplified Classic of that same Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. Do you see that? Fret. Have any anxiety. Worry. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. But in every circumstance, in every circumstance, and in everything, by prayer and petition, Definite requests, praise God. I was listening to Dr. Kenny Hagin, uh senior of blessed memory. He says, somebody came to him and said, Pastor, pray for me. Then he paused and asked, what do I pray for you? For? He, he said, anything. He said, no, God doesn't function like that. You have to be specific. He looked at blind Bartimaeus. And Jesus knew that blind Bartimaeus is blind. He looked at him and said, what do you want me to do for you? Somebody somewhere will say, Jesus, you are wicked. Don't you know he's blind? Can't you help this poor man? God doesn't function like that. 
You have to be specific. What do you want me to do for you? He asked blind Bartimaeus. And blind Bartimaeus did not weep emotion and sentiment. He said, Jesus, you gave me eye to see. I want to see with my eyes. Simple. Some people will weep emotion all over the places. God doesn't operate like that. The only thing that moves God is his word. Your trust and your faith in his word. Bring his word back to him that you have gotten him. Somebody said, don't worry. Don't worry. Look at it. He said, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. Anything means what? Anything. But in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, definite requests with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. He is a source. He is a provider. He is your father. You go to him, you tell him about all about you. But he is God, he knows. He created you with a will. Praise God. Verse 7. And God's peace, when you do this, you see, the antidote to worry is going to God in prayer. Taking it to God. You know what I'm saying? You know you cannot handle it. You know you can't carry it. You would what? You take it to God. Praise God. First Peter told us, casting all your cares upon him. We will read it as time goes on. Because uh, there is an elaborate translation I will read. First Peter 5, 7. Casting all your cares. All your cares means all your cares upon him. For he cares for you. You take it to him. You give it to him. When you do that, you disarm worry. You disarm anxiety. You disarm fear. Are you hearing me? You open door to peace. When you do that, verse say, and God's peace, God's peace shall be yours. That tranquil state of, of a soul assured of his salvation through Christ. And so fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort, that is, that peace which transcend all understanding shall garrison, protect, guard, secure, and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ. Praise God. Go with me to Luke chapter 12. Jesus told us emphatically not to worry. Luke chapter 12 from 22. Give, give us the King James Version then I will read another translation and we will pause. Luke 12 is going to be a long read. Luke 12, 22 to 32, 10 verses. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Mark underlined the words. Jesus says to his disciples, Jesus is not speaking to outsiders. Right? He's not speaking to the religious rulers. Jesus is speaking to his disciples, his disciplined followers. You understand what I'm saying? Or what was termed today as children of God. Praise God. Jesus speaking to his disciples. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What you shall eat, neither for the body what you shall put on. The life is more than meat and the body is more than 
Life is more than meat and the body is more than what? Did you jump? And which of you with life is more than meat and the body is more than raiment? Thank you. 24. Consider the ravens for they neither sow nor reap sparrows or canary, those little little birds that you put in a cage. Consider the ravens for they neither sow nor reap which neither have storehouses nor burn. And God feeded them. How much more are ye better than the fowls, the birds? 25. Which of you with thinking thought can add to his stature one cubit? If you then be not able to do that thing which is least, why take you thought for the rest? Consider the ladies how they grow. They toil not, they spin not, and yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of them, one of these. If then God so clothed the grass, which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you? All ye of little faith, and seek not ye what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind, underline, doubtful mind, because worry is a product of all doubt. When you are on the arena of worry, it means that you don't believe God, you don't trust God. It's doubt. And seek not, not ye what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after. And your father knoweth that you have need of these things. 29. 31 and 32. But rather seek ye the kingdom of God and all his, all these things shall be added unto you. 32. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Your father's good pleasure. Let me read. There are many beautiful translations I would have read, but because of time, let me read this. The Passion Translation, from verse 20, Jesus taught his disciples saying, listen to me, never let anxiety enter your hearts. Never let anxiety enter your hearts. Don't permit it. Never worry about any of your needs. Remember? Never worry about any of your needs. How am I going to eat? How am I going to clothe myself? Pay bills. Pay card note. Never worry. Is he saying that he doesn't want your needs to be met? He's showing you the right way to live so that you will not be a captive of worry. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't want you to be the slave of worry. Because if you are captivated by worry, it will only take God to deliver you. That is why today I rebuke worry, I rebuke anxiety, I rebuke fear in your lives in the name of Jesus. Never let anxiety enter your hearts. Never worry about any of your needs such as food or clothing. Do you see that? Such as food and clothing. Anxiety. For your life is infinitely more than just food or the clothing you wear. Your life is much more than food and clothes you wear. Take the carefree bed as your example. Do you ever see them worry? I have a lot of bears around my house. Those straws by my every morning and late and in the evening. You see them everywhere singing and making melody to my father God. And some will be you know, rolling on the lawn. 
When they are not even afraid when you are coming. They, you know, they just hop a little bit and everywhere. They're not worried. Take the carefree birds as your example. Do you ever see them worry? They don't grow their own food or put it in a storehouse for later. Have you ever seen the farms of birds? Or oh, this, this farmland belongs to this bird, this family of birds. This is their storehouse, their storage. Have you ever seen that? Yet God takes care of every one of them. Feeding each of them from his love and goodness. He takes care of every bird. Isn't your life more precious to God than a bird? Be carefree in the care of God. Don't be captivated by worry. Does worry add anything to your life? Can it add one more year or even one more day? So if worrying adds nothing but actually subtracts from your life, remember we said that worry is a killer. So if worrying adds nothing but actually subtracts from your life, why would you worry about God's care for you? Think about this, ladies. They grow and become beautiful, not because they work hard or strive to clothe themselves. Yet, not even Solomon wearing his kingly garments of splendor could be compared to a feed of lilies or beautiful flowers. God is one that decorates the flowers and the lilies. If God can clothe the fields and meadows with grass and flowers, can't he clothe you as well? Oh, struggling one with so many doubts. Did you see that? King James Fashion said, Oh, ye of little faith. Oh, struggling ones with so many doubts. Because the moment you are worrying, you cease trusting God. You cease believing God. You have moved from a secure arena into unsecure arena of doubt and fear. And in that arena of doubt, anything goes. That's not your portion. Come back. May the Holy Ghost realign and refocus you in Jesus' name. Now, verse 29. I repeat it. Don't let worry enter your life. Live above the anxious cares. About your personality, live above it. Don't be arrested by your needs. Economists told us that man's need is what? Insatiable. Just like the grave. Right? Keep dumping and it's never filled. The sharp sand. Keep putting all the 18 wheelers in that sharp sand. You'll be taking it, right? People everywhere seem to worry about making a living. But your heavenly father knows you have every need and will take care of you. That's a promise. He knows it and will take care of you. Each and every day he will supply your needs as you seek his kingdom passionately. First thing for the priority. Your need is taken care of as you seek his kingdom passionately above all else. Someone say above all else. Passionately. 
Seek his kingdom passionately above all else. And we take care of you. So don't ever be afraid. Someone will say, Pastor, this is business. This is this. This is that. Because you have taken God away. Ravens are from it. And that is why you are all in it alone. And you cannot help yourself all by yourself. Because God did not make you to depend on yourself. God created you to depend on him. You know what I'm saying? Remember if it concerns you, it concerns God. God created you to depend on him. Just as a fish cannot survive outside water. See your life. You come from God to depend on God and to God you will return and you will give account. Last Sunday we read some scriptures to us here. You think that you've gotten it all made? You're joking. You don't even know what is coming ahead of you. Do you think that this life is all the, the end of it all? No! This earth is a dress rehearsal of the real thing. This earth is a dress rehearsal of the real thing. No matter who you are under the sound of my voice, running after stuff, things, people that came before you have done that. Read their story how they ended. Nothing made by man can take the place of God. Nothing can take the place of God. And unfortunately, so many have been blindfolded, living, running on that destructive lane, running after and chasing after stuff that cannot even help them. And they ignore and forget the prince of peace, the fountain of life. Oh, you under the sound of my voice this day, this morning. That you will remember that without God, you are not existence. You came from God and you are going back to him. The way you are living your life. Are you sure of where you are going? So don't ever be afraid, dearest friends. Your loving father joyously gives you his kingdom realm with all his promise. We're going to pause today. I'll pick it up next time. Don't Worry. Worry does no one any good. Worry is a killer. It's a tax master that have no compassion. Are you hearing me? I don't know where you are. You are not the son of my voice. God sent me to you. To tell you, don't worry, stop worrying. Give it to Him. Turn it to Jesus. Turn it to Jesus. Put in it in His hand. Put it in His hand. Put it in His hand. Turn it over. That marriage, that husband, that wife, that daughter, that son. That job, that business, that need, turn it over to Jesus. Turn it over to Jesus. You cannot help yourself. You can't handle it. You are limited all by yourself. No matter how intelligent and no matter how smart you have, no matter how much money you have, 
No matter the amount of influence you wield, you cannot handle it. You can't deal with it. It is only in Christ that you are secure. Your security is only in Christ Jesus. Your security is only in you trusting him, believing him, and depending and relying on him. If things can help people, why are very wealthy, rich people committing suicide? You know all their names? Well known. They had names. They had influence. They had money. Yet, they commit suicide. Why? Because you are created by God. And there's nothing that can take the place of God in your life. Not even drug. Not even alcohol. Not even money. Not even sex can take the place of God. When all is said and done. It will be clear to you. You discover that you are empty. You are void. You are naked. You are not secured. But what happened? Because the drug will fade, right? At least if it takes you about two, three hours, six hours, then it will wear out. You will come to class zero and the normal life. You will come to reality. Oh, that you will give heed to the voice of God to you today. You are not the son of my voice. And open up your heart and let Jesus in to fix your life for you. Open up your heart and let Jesus fix your life for you. Let Jesus fix your life for you. Let him expunge and extract that fear of unknown. The fear of the unknown, that anxiety, that worry, that insecurity, let him extract it from you and give you peace. If you have not made Jesus, all head bow and every eye close. If you have not made Jesus Lord and Savior of your life, if you drop dead now, if you cease to breathe in oxygen, and breathe out carbon dioxide. You don't know where you're going. Plus, it's hard time for you to make mend. You have been going to church. You are baptized and confirmed. Your name is in the book. But you don't know where, if you drop dead now, you don't know where you are going. This is a time to make it right. Because there is no life after Christ. He loves you. And he cares for you. I want to pray with you. And ask him to come into your life. Be your Lord and Savior. And turn your life over to him. Turn that issue, that circumstance over to him. Invite him. I want to pray with you. You under the sound of my voice. You have been carrying the load, the burden all your life. See where you are. There's a happy hand to take it away from you. Why not let him in? Jesus, that loves you, that died for you. I want to pray with you. If you're ready, say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me by giving your son Jesus to die for me. Jesus, I receive you now. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for setting me free. Thank you for dying for me. From this day forward, take this load out from me and give me your peace. 
take the worry, take the burden, take the fear, and flood my heart and my life with your peace. Thank you for helping me to live for you in this life, worry-free life, in Jesus' name. It's only in Christ that you can enjoy worry-free life. If you made this prayer with sincerely, with all your heart, congratulations. You are now a child of God. You are now God's responsibility. I want you to go to your smartphone and your tablet and download the Bible. The Bible is free. And make good friends with your Bible. God, your, the Bible is God's roadmap to your destiny. God's provisions. God guides for your life. Make good friends with the Bible. Take it further. Go to any Bible-believing church where they preach and practice the Bible and be committed there. Submit yourself to be taught. Says, As a newborn babe, desire the sincere meek of the world that you may grow thereby. You can never grow, get matured without the word of God. A child that is delivered and give, given birth to, you abandon the child, the child will die. Go there, submit yourself to be taught. If you're here in the United States, here in the state of Georgia, here in Atlanta, here in Cobb County, wherever you are in Atlanta, I make both to invite you to Trem Atlanta God's Embassy's Manor. 1611, 1611, Roswell Street's Manor. Zip code 30080. We are here on Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern. I look forward to receiving you. God bless you. Go to our website, tremusa.org. Tremusa.org. Go there and listen to our podcast and go through and, and some other messages to feed yourself, to get matured, to get built up. Or go to anywhere you receive podcast freely and listen to our podcast. All you do, need to do is just search Trem Atlanta in any platform. Trem Atlanta. And you'll get all the messages. God bless you.